Hey everybody, thanks for checking out this week's episode of the pod. Stoob here, real quick, before we get started, Gazer's power went out during recording, so if you're listening and you're watching on either platform here, just keep in mind that we had a few technical difficulties, uh, and I did my best to work around them in the end, but I appreciate you sticking through it all and listening and or watching this. Uh, Take it easy, much love, and uh, enjoy the episode. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Gazer Bean 2K, back here with Stoobin. Uh, it's the Gust Win Podcast. This is episode 11? That is correct. 11 episodes episode of 11. Us, so, uh, us being psychopaths making a podcast. Because, you know, that's what everybody does, right? I mean, that's like the common thing to do, right? Yeah, of course. We have to. We have to. We totally have to do it. <laughs> episode 11. Stuby, how you feeling, man? How you feeling today, Ben? I'm exhausted, man. Uh, so last week we talked about how I worked all week because the, the boss man who owns the card shop that I work at went to a convention for the weekend. Right. He came back and he got COVID. So I've been there every okay. day and I worked uh, six over overtime hours today. And I even decided to play Digimon with the people that were there because it was kind of slow. And I haven't played in so long that just some junk deck I built bodies the best deck in the game at the moment. And I won. So are you becoming a Digimon no, no, main now? No, 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 no. God, no. God, no. God, no. No. Should we change this to like a no. Imperial Dramon's treasure chest or something like that instead no. of just a win? No, no. Uh, I I played against three Imperial Dramons today and I won two zero against all of them <laughs> with with Terriermon. Uh, yeah, very well. Yeah, I gotta learn to start playing Digimon more. I know Terriermon's a rookie though. I know that much. So, but, uh, other but no, than that, um, uh, you know, I'm tired. Uh, but we got we got some things coming up this week. But more importantly, we are joined by. None other than Grant Manley, aka Trick War, here on the Twitch. Welcome in, Grant. I, mean, I like How's how you going? didn't ask about my my week or my weekend. No, you just go straight no, to Grant. Yeah. That's fine. It's that's fine. He's an important man with important things. I have to a do. life. That's okay. That's fine. All right, Gazer. How was <laughs> how was your up, week? Grant? How was your week, Gazer? Well, since you well since you got happened to ask. <laughs> no, um, this would have been my last week of work, but I made the the controversial decision to do summer school. Okay. So I still have three more weeks left now. But um, some of the sixth graders who graduated, they graduated Friday, and they made me a little sign. I don't know if it's going to show up. But um, it says, we will miss you, Mr. Reed. It's not going to show, is it? Is anything showing? Uh, I kind of see Squidward's, like, face. They, they made a handsome Squidward for fade, some reason. Fading in and out. <laughs> yeah, we will miss you, Mr. Yeah, Reed. They do a handsome really Squidward. I don't know why, oh, but I thought it was kind of cool. I'm probably going to keep it for another week, but that's cool. When, but yeah, no. when you don't have um, the background Since my graduation, yeah, no. since her graduation uh, my stepdaughter graduated as well. She's going on to be uh, to high school. She'll be a freshman. So, uh, you know, it's that time of year. But I did manage to hop in a couple of IRL tourneys. Okay, okay. I happened to win one of them. Won, uh, eight, won, uh, won four packs. I won uh, 3-0. And uh, with, I'm playing Reggie now. I'm, like, I'm a filthy Reggie guy. I'm a Reggie main. Um, it's a really good deck. It's a really good deck. Uh, people like Azul's been playing it a lot. It's uh, doing pretty well in different tournaments here and there. Okay. It has a couple of like hard counters, but other than that, it's I I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the uh, Card Trooper uh, stream this this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw Reggie on there. I think it was Pramalot playing it in uh, top eight. So his build was so different. I, I wish we had someone we could ask about, like who like knows a lot about deck building and you know different decks and meta stuff like that. Because I want to know why why that list is built like that. Yeah, well, well, Gazer, go ahead and just reintroduce Grant again. 
Oh, wait, since, Grant, since I rudely Grant didn't Matthews. ask about, about, about your week or your weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, we do have uh, Grant Mantley with us on the pod today. Grant, how are you doing? Trick Roar, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, honors all Hey, thanks honors. for joining us, man. I've been chasing you for about two weeks. I'm like, come on, Grant, come on. And I know you're busy with the coaching thing and the playing thing and the testing and just being awesome at Pokemon cards, but you finally made some time for us, and I appreciate you, man. I will pay you. I promise I want to pay you. I got to give you something, man. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm happy well, This to is be basically here. like a free coaching session because people who listen to this are going to pick up so many different tips and things from you. Well, for me, it's, it's like free advertising, so... Uh, yeah, that's well, true, too. Yeah. That's true, That's true too. There's uh, <laughs> two sides to every coin, man. True. Right. So we'll go ahead and do our sixth prize turn. Gazer and I are going to ask you six random questions uh, about anything, really. Could be Pokemon, could not be. Uh, just blurt out the first and fastest answer you can come up with. Uh, Gazer, take it away. All right, sixth prize turn. Question number one. What's your biggest accomplishment? Um... Probably just um, being rank one in poke um, for a little while, or top four Nats 2015. Okay. On your main deck right now, current sleeves, deck box, and play map that you're using as all as all together. Um, the sleeves are dragon shields. I switch like the color of them like every tournament. Good. Um, the deck right. box is a very <clears throat> worn. Uh, worn down uh, like dragons deck box. It's actually pretty cool, but it's like all scratched up now. It's kind of sad. And then the playmat is like a Lukia playmat from some regional. Let's hear this here. Let's start a, a GoFundMe. Let's get Grant a new deck box. Let's get this guy <laughs> what, he, what he deserves. Come on. <laughs> Question number three. Um, favorite cartoon growing up? Um, maybe Ben 10, <laughs> actually. Now, there was like three different Ben 10s. Are you talking about the original one? Yeah, the original one. Okay, there we go. There we go. I'll take that. Are you a, a stand for pineapple on pizza? I think pineapple on pizza is uh, fine, but I don't want to catch too much. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to die on the hill, you know, that right on. it's optimal. <laughs> He's playing it safe. I'll, I'll eat it. it. I feel it. Play it safe. Um, is this a, a real deck or what the heck? Reggie Gigas. I actually think Reggie is pretty good. So yeah, it's a real deck. Okay. Outside of Pokemon, what is your favorite meme on the internet right now? Favorite meme? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the that sign can't stop me because I can't read is a pretty good meme. Oh, from Arthur? <laughs> yeah. DW, yeah. Oh, man, okay, good. I like that. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I with the pineapple, you... I I like it too, but I won't go out of my way uh -oh. to order it. You know, like if it's, oh, yeah. if it's there, fine. Uh, yeah, but I yeah. agree with that. And if you say I thought you like say it, some controversial too, then I got worried. No, if you say you like it too much, then people will they will come after you, and I don't I don't get that's, it. Okay. Yeah, but also if you say you don't like it, they come after you as well. Yeah, that's personal choice. <laughs> if I had to choose Team Pineapple or Team No Pineapple, I would I would join Team Pineapple. Okay, there you have if, it. If that, if it was, you know, black or white, I don't like that. So, you heard, you heard it here on the gust of wind. Uh, please don't attack us. <laughs> <laughs> we stand all pizzas, please. <laughs> Except for anchovies, you can you can get out. I don't, I don't know think I've ever that. had anchovies. 
Me either. I mean, I, I haven't either. So that's why I just I just leave it at just you know, hey, pizza's pizza. Yeah. Did my arms just disappear? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they kind they kind of are. <laughs> Whoa. Gazers <laughs> in the multiverse of madness over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really see that movie. Oh man, oh it's so good. I won't. Yeah, it is. No, it. I like the part with the Powerpuff Girls. I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Superman and Goku and you know they. Fight. Hey, 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 yeah, hey! Sorry. Super right, I guess I don't need to see it now. Yeah, <laughs> we've ruined it for you. So recently, no, great, man. Oh, go ahead, Gazer. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You, I, you know. No. So recently, just this season, you've hit uh, top accomplishments. Uh, you got what tenth at New Jersey, twenty uh, second or twenty third at Indy. And then you also won both of the full grip uh, events just a few weeks ago. So you've been a busy, busy player. How do you feel about all of those placements? Um, I, the full grip uh, wins were great, of course. It's like the best possible outcome. You know, can't mm -hmm. ask for anything better. Yeah. Um, definitely got a little lucky in the standard format one. I uh, played Muse, so you got a high roll a little bit. And uh, uh, as far as like the, uh, you know, the, official events this season hasn't been going that great i mean zero top eights but i mean i'm not going to complain it's still fine you know it, i'm not like yeah i mean it's better completely. than it's better than a lot of people so yeah it's you know it's it's like kind of kind of okay but you know it would be cool to you know get a top eight in there but that's okay it's only three events you know i went to euic too and didn't even make day two at that one um but yeah it's like fine you know it's like it is what it is um Still got Milwaukee and NEIC in world, so looking forward to those. Just uh, when you went to New Jersey, and that's uh, New Jersey was after NAIC, right? I mean, not NAIC. Uh, after e Indy. It was after Indy, okay. See, when you went to New Jersey, what were your expectations going into that? I mean, I know you won a top eight, but top 10 is still an accomplishment, but I mean, were, were you expecting to be even top 10 or? Um, yeah, I mean, top, top 10 is still great. Like, I, I did bubbles technically. Um, but so yeah, it was fine. It was funny for that tournament. I actually uh, had a little bit of a deck crisis. So the deck that I ended up playing was Malamar VMAX with Arceus uh, and Jolteon with the memory capsule. Uh, so I thought that deck was pretty good. And uh, it's pretty funny because I didn't actually get to test it that much. So I wasn't really expecting uh, like anything one way or the other. Uh, just kind of like it's actually a pretty funny deck because you kind of just play your cards and try and lock your opponent and it's very relaxing because the deck is super consistent um, and you don't have a lot of uh, you don't have to think that much with it really it's really not that uh, intensive uh, for thinking compared to something like an Inteleon an Inteleon deck which is what I had been playing uh, before that so yeah I honestly kind of thought I was trolling a little bit with the Malamar VMAX Marnie Path uh, plus Jolteon it's just kind of like you cheese your opponent out of games uh, and if they have a B-Barrel in their deck, you pretty much automatically lose because you cannot lock them. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't... I honestly would have been not surprised to win the tournament, and I also would have been not surprised to, like, completely whiff day two. So uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't a very stressful one. For, for okay. Me. Now, well, here's what I find interesting. You said um, that deck is kind of... You lock them out, you, know, you turn your brain off, you don't have to think super hard. Yeah. Um, that's in contrast to some of the decks you love playing. You love Control. You love the control. Yes. I mean, there's there's light control in that. No, not light control, but there is control in that deck as well. But controlling a regular basic control deck is so much thinking and, and, and the thoughts and the ideas and the, and the big brain plays. Um, what draws you to control so much? Because you play so many control decks. Um, it's so the I mean, honestly, the main thing is I like 
to win. And if there's a broken control deck, I think that will give me the best chance of winning. Um, so yeah, control a lot of the, a lot of the time. It's like uh, you have to be very aware of the meta and what people are going to play and what cards specifically they'll have in their deck. Like sometimes, like Shock Lock and Expanded, for example, loses if your opponent has like two Switch in their deck. But most of the time, uh, decks and Expanded are reliant on Guzma and Floatstone, which mm-hmm. don't work. Um, so it's kind of like those kinds of little details that you have to be very aware of when you're playing a control deck, uh, and then you can exploit the way the decks are built. Um, but uh, to that point, to the earlier point about control usually being broken, and that's why I play it, uh, it's not in the current standard format. Control, I've put uh, a lot of hours into various stall and control decks uh, for the past couple months, uh, and it's just not good. It it doesn't beat anything consistently. It's uh, it's re- it's really kind of sad because I like would like it to be good, but uh, it's just not. So even though you know I could play a control deck and maybe win a few rounds, uh, I really don't think any form of stall or control is good at all in standard right now so do you feel like that's um, because of arceus uh inteleon and biberel uh it's most yeah uh it's gotta be the beaver right it's a combination of those Mm -hmm. things and like a lot of other things so like decks have so many ways to accelerate energy they have so many ways to switch they have so many ways to gust uh, and all of those things it's just very hard to to combat all of those all at once like mew uh, Muse, for example, is super fast. It can accelerate energy. It can switch uh, a million times, and it can boss a million times. And so can you know a deck with two pal- two boss and a pal pad, or a deck with like two boss and four cross switcher or something like that. Uh, so like all the gust can disrupt your combos, your setup, uh, the speed of the decks, and the energy acceleration. Is like every deck can have all of those, and it's just like way too much to to deal with. So you yeah. So yeah, I don't think controls is good. Uh, if someone does make a good control deck. I will be happy and uh, major props because I think it's a lot harder to do in this format than like any other format. But I'm, uh, I have not found I have not found it. Now I got a couple things, and then I'll swing it back to you too. Um, can I interest you in Zoroark control? Um, you'd have to be a little more specific. I've been trying a lot of variants of that. Um, well, give me some, give me some of the the things you've been trying with it because I've been trying as well, and it's. When it works, it, it's so beautiful. And then when it doesn't, it's just like, wow, why, why am I playing this? But what have you been trying with it? So there's Miltank now, which is good. Uh, Miltank's yes. a mm-hmm. pretty good card. Um, so yeah, I think Miltank's got to be in there somewhere just because uh, it can slow the game down. It can force your opponent to burn a lot of resources. Uh, and in the best case, you can just win the game with it if your opponent doesn't have a good answer. Um, so... There's that. Um, I mean, that doesn't really have to do with Zorak, of course, but you play them together just because Miltank yeah. is so good. Um, and then Zorak can transform into, like, Jolteon for the memory capsule. It can transform into um, Mightyena to... I mean, Mightyena is not really a control card, but it's kind of, like, the best way to take out Mew Max to deal with that. And it can transform into um, Gorbis, which can stop uh, quick shooting, which is, like, a way that some decks can get free prize cards, even if they're locked, right? So um, I don't really... Top of my head, I'm trying to think of like other cards that I've been playing it with. Um, but one thing I have been trying is infinite loops. So like Sander uh, mm-hmm. has been popularizing decks like uh, Eldegoss loop. So infinite Cheryl with Umbreon and um, and then the one before that, which was just like uh, you lock them and then you El- infinite Eldegoss. So I was thinking about playing uh, decks like that, like with infinite Cheryl or infinite Charon's Care. So theoretically, if you have a mill tank in the active with like a cape or a blissey with a cape, um, most decks cannot 
deal with a Blissey with a cape or a Milting with a cape if you're able to heal it infinitely. Uh, the problem is they can gust around it um, and they maybe can take a couple prizes while setting up, while you set up. And also you have to get to the bottom of the deck. You have to get to zero cards in deck to actually infinite that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They, they just haven't really worked out. Uh, but I'm curious if you have uh, other ideas as well. Gazer uh, hit a power outage, so he's he's frozen now for a minute. Oh, um, okay. <clears throat> so we'll have to wait for him to come back. Uh, but honestly, like I, I feel like too with when as soon as they put Sander on stream uh, with that deck, everyone kind of saw like, okay, this is how we 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 deal with it now that I have like a case and point to watch against it later on that night. So everybody who like made day two there was just like, oh, okay, cool. If I come up against this now, I have access to like kind of have an idea how he's going to play his game out and not be so shocked in the middle of the match. Do you feel like the massive explosion of content and how much games are televised basically at this point, do you feel like, is that ruining control as well? Uh, I actually think that's not why. I think uh, even with uh, people like Sander, uh, if he has a game streamed at UIC or whatever, uh, I don't think that really matters. People are not going to study that deck anyway, uh, for the most part. If I play against uh, nine opponents in day one of a regional, I would expect seven of them to still have absolutely no idea what the deck is, what it does, how to play against it. So I don't think that's why. I think it's just the meta, like kind of we uh, discussed before about the, the decks are just too good and they have too many ways to beat it. So I, I really don't think that the surprise factor... Uh, I think, for one, the deck still has a surprise factor... Um, but I don't think that is even even matters. I think even just your average your average Joe with a Palkia deck will beat your control deck just because control isn't good enough. Yeah, and I mean we just saw Palkia take eight seeds of the top eight in Australia this weekend's regional, and that's that's kind of a statement because I I think it's been a long 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 time since we've seen like pure single strategy in a top eight. Yeah, that never happens. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, um, with that, the first regional of the season, I mean, they had a lot of Mew uh, there compared to everywhere else in their top eight, but to see just straight eight Palkia decks, that's absolutely nuts. Yeah, I, there is so... I mean, I would honestly... Palkia is just so good that it it was able to do that. But also, I think the Turbo Palkia deck and the uh, Palkia Intellion deck are... Probably different enough to call two different decks, even though they are both Palkia variants. I mean, obviously, it's still it's still correct that you know Top Eight was entirely Palkia. Yeah. Um, but I think the Turbo version is a little bit different enough. Like you, it can pretty consistently get a turn one attack with Suicune, so it's not entirely on the back foot uh, when going second, um, as much as you know, like any other deck in the format besides Mew. Um, and then it's it's just uh, very Turbo and. Uh, doesn't have the Italian engine, so the, the two decks operate quite differently. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, Palkia is still the main attacker in both. Um, Palkia is doing a little bit better uh, than I mean, I wouldn't have. I don't think anyone would expected to take the entire top eight. Um, but uh, that's also probably due to the specific meta and the tournament was. You know, the tournament there is smaller than a lot of the regionals um, over in the U.S. Yeah, and so a lot of the top players there, if it's a lot easier for all the top players to play the same deck in Australia, basically, if that makes sense. So if they're all going to play Palkia, then that's what's going to be in the entire top eight. Whereas uh, over here, it's like, first of all, the tournaments are so much bigger, and there's you know a lot more 
you know, all the top players are going to play the same deck basically for the most part. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of there's cool. a lot more variance uh, outside of Australia when it comes to like the metagame usually. Yeah, I think it, if you were to tell me like the odds of or have me guess the odds of um, the top eight being the same same deck in every or at a, at an American regional, I think it would be like zero percent or less than one percent. Yeah, if it and if it does happen, then I guess we'll eat our words, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but that said, I mean the Palki deck is very good. It's better than I initially expected it would be, and the Turbo version that they came up with is broken. It's very, very good. It's uh, so it definitely deserved to win that tournament, uh, regardless of like the meta. I think the the Turbo version. I looked at it and I was like, eh, that's kind of weird, whatever. Uh, and then I played against it a few times, and I'm like, yeah, this deck seems pretty broken, actually. So yeah, it's got the uh, Muse, it's got the Crobat, uh, really going for that Melanie super quick. Suicune for the turn one attack, yeah, it it seems absolutely insane. Do you feel like a lot of players going to Milwaukee will pick up that list with just like a week of testing and playing it and go for it? Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, obviously uh, the last regional at Melbourne, I believe it was, um, or yeah, that was the that was the regional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was probably the best time to play that deck because you have such a good deck and you like have it pretty refined and. Uh, at least it looked pretty refined uh, to me. And then you just smash everyone with it, and no one sees it coming. So now people at least ha- have it on their radar, so some people will like, test against it uh, and have a little bit better of an idea of what's going on. And that's not going to invalidate the deck. I think the deck's still going to be great, and it's still going to be played. And honestly, I might even play it, um, but uh, it's not going to you know, catch people off guard or surprise them, because everyone was expecting to play against Palkia and Talion, right? And this deck's a little bit faster and uh, honestly can be a little bit scarier uh, with you know four boss and you're just going to get bossed every single turn oh yeah it seems Um, way more lethal so um yeah it's yeah it's not quite as you know much of a surprise but it's still good so yeah i think people will play it and yeah you should probably be expecting to play against it you think people are going to hop on the the pikachu hype that we've started to see a little bit recently too yeah, even like, more so, like the flying, flying Pikachu, and surfing. surfing yeah. Um, it's just very difficult to use those cards. So, yeah. like, if you have a functional deck that can use either of them, you're probably going to beat Palkia. But I mean, it's very hard, probably, to beat anything else. Like, I don't, I don't see how you would beat Mew. I don't really, I haven't really seen a lot of those decks, so I can't really say for sure. But it seems like maybe at best you could beat the Palkia decks with something like that. But it would be very hard to have like a actual deck built around those uh, yeah i've seen a lot of a lot, lot of hype and uh, a lot of buzz like on twitter and like limitless of people like just really wanting to try these flying pikachu decks a lot of content creators are putting them there like oh top 10 decks to try top five decks to play like i feel like it's maybe just partially a meta manipulation at that point when everyone's <laughs> kind of saying it i mean yeah and yeah and then even then you might not even auto win palkia uh, another thing that people are potentially sleeping on is Mew, uh, because Mew is fine into Palkia. It's not like one of them auto-wins the other or anything. I think Mew is like reasonably okay into Palkia. Uh, and so you're going to, and I think a lot of people are going to play Mew. I legitimately believe that you will play probably on average more Mew. Like Mew is probably going to be the most played deck. I don't know. I could be wrong about that, I guess. I'm not, you know, not going to die on that hill, but I think there's a reasonable chance Mew is the most played deck. Um, not only because Palkia is still very new and, you know, a lot of people will probably already have Mew cards, but also just because that in combination with the fact that Mew's 
very good. Uh, and a lot of the decks that are geared to beat Palkia are not geared to beat Mew. And the fact that Mew is also, you know, okay into Palkia as well. Um, and then also if you play catchers in Mew, then the Diancie is not going to matter. But no, okay. So Grant, um, I do want to touch a little bit on Milwaukee. I don't know if we're ready for that yet, Stu, or what do you think? No, go for it. Yeah. Um, based off what happened with uh, the Australian region that just happened, all the Palkias everywhere, do you see uh, anything like maybe Jotion making a return? Because I know Urshifu's down now, so what do you think about that? Uh, like Jotheon VMAX or Mana yeah. Capsule? Okay. Well, I mean, uh, why so not I, both? Um, I think, I mean, I think Jolteon VMAX has to play uh, if you mean both in the same deck, I mean, Jolteon VMAX has to play Italian for quick shooting. Uh, so I don't think it would play Memory Capsule, but I think Memory Capsule Jolt is, like, fine. Uh, I think it was, Memory Capsule Jolt was probably best, like, honestly, for, for New Jersey and Vancouver. Uh, when the meta was like all Inteleon, and now it's uh, not quite as much. We don't really know exactly. Like, there's a lot of turbo builds out there. Like Turbo Palk now is. I mean, I'm sure people will still play Palky Inteleon, but um, yeah. but as far as Jolteon Vmax, I don't really think I don't really see it ever coming back, just because every deck is playing Manaphy, um, so it kind of gets collateralized by the Radiant Greninja. So like every deck that cares about being sniped uh, is playing a Manaphy, just because. Uh, otherwise, Palkia will go turn two Radiant Greninja, wiped your, you know... Take out both your Drizzles. Yeah, then, so... Um, it's... Uh, but you are right about Rapid Strike Urshifu not being as as big. Uh, it's not hyped, like, at all. I actually think Urshifu could be could be good, and I wouldn't, wouldn't really want to be surprised to see, like, toward top eight NAIC with it. It would not be a surprise at all. I think is pretty good, but yeah, it's not hyped at all. No one's really playing it, so... Um, but on the other on the other side of that is of course the Radiant Greninja, so Manaphy is like uh, probably even bigger than it ever has been. So I think Jolteon uh, Vmax gets uh, does not like that. Now, but... in this meta, how would you play Urshifu with everything the way it stands right here right now? If you had to build a deck today based around Urshifu, based off everything we know right now, how would you play that? Um, I mean, you would probably play it like Tord has been playing it. I mean, not not just Tord, but uh, Tord has been having a very strong. Uh, string of tournament runs with Urshifu, so uh, I think you play it similar to that, even though that was last format, and now it's this format. Uh, I think it doesn't necessarily have to change that much. Uh, you do need the Yoga Loop, because uh, again, there are a lot of Manaphys, uh, like I said, but uh, Urshifu kind of is a bit more versatile than Jolteon VMAX, but Jolteon VMAX only has one mode attached, Max Thunder Rumble, and if they have a Manaphy, it's really hard to deal with, whereas Urshifu uh, can deal with it a little bit better. Um, I don't know if I would play Urshifu. I'm not very practiced with it. I haven't been testing it at all. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to give a more informed opinion on that. I think it's like potentially okay. You definitely have to play Baby Moltres to beat Mew. Uh, and then you would have to test against Palkia and see if you even beat that. So I don't know if you do or not. So then heading into um, Milwaukee and NAIC, I, I assume this will be Palkia. What's the answer? What do we do? Tell us. Help us. I, I I really don't know. It's like it's so good. The the Palkia deck. I was thinking it like is. Jolteon Memory Jolteon Memory Capsule is a pretty good counter to Palkia Inteleon. It slows so it I down, was, right? Yeah, to Palkia Inteleon, it's yeah. it's great. But then the Turbo Palkia comes in, surprises everyone, uh, and Jolteon Memory Capsule is like barely relevant against that deck. It it like you can use it, but it doesn't. It they're still going to set up just fine. Um, so it's like almost a kind of a waste of resources to to go for that. Uh, against Turo Palk. So it's like kind of throws a wrench in my plans a little bit. 
but uh yeah i don't know uh, i think you know if you want to beat palkia intel jolteon memory capsule is fine i was saying uh that mew is also okay into palk uh you may have to play the catchers to get around the diancy that the turbo version plays um but uh yeah i don't really want to do that <laughs> um but uh, i don't i don't really know palkia is quite broken so i think turbo palkia is pretty broken actually it is so palkia is i'm good. still working on it on and like what i'm going to do about it if i'm going to just play it or counter it or whatever i don't i don't really know you think it's instantly still, now? Still like, very new. You think it's the BDIF now? Um, yeah. I mean, I think either that or Mew. Yeah. I haven't played those two decks against each other. Like the the, the Turbo Palk deck is still so new. Um, so yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I, I do think it's relevant enough in the meta that you kind of need to base your uh, decision making and testing around it, though, just because it was so dominant um, over in Australia and. Um, and that in and of itself doesn't necessarily mean everything, but the fact that it was dominant in Australia and it's like actually just really good. Like if you play the deck a, a few times against, you know, other like meta decks, it's, it's good. It's, it's very good. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Okay. It, it seems insane. Honestly, it really does. It, I was thinking so like fast. another thing is that I thought would uh, beat it would be Miltank because they only have Radiant Greninja and Starmie, which only does 50 damage. Um, but it goes through Miltank's ability. Um, but it doesn't really like work because they have four boss. So what would happen is if I want to set up anything else on my board, it would just be boss, 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 and just delete the board. So the board's going to be just Miltank's one way or the other. Um, whether you choose to only put in Miltank's or if everything else just gets bossed. Um, and then the Miltank's can actually get taken out because of Diancy does 20 damage, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it kind of is because Miltank's not doing that much damage. Miltank will two-shot Diancy at best, maybe three-shot, depending on if you have any bench Pokemon and powerful energies and all that stuff. But uh, it will two-shot Diancy at best. And then you also have the Zigzagoons and the Radiant Greninja, uh, which never gets one-shotted. And then the um, and then the Starmie on top of that. So usually you can fight through quite a few Miltanks. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe if you played Blissey with that, it would... I think Blissey Miltank is is pretty good actually, but I just haven't tested it enough. So, um, so yeah, Blissey Miltank might be able to take. I haven't played a lot down. of it either. I think um, I think Miltank can really just a tech of a Miltank can really you know slow a like you talk, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about uh control, a Miltank can just slow your opponent down for what a turn or two and just to give you the time you need buy you some time. I feel like um, Palkia. I mean, it doesn't even need the ability to be just broken. I feel like it's it's just really good. I was gonna say, you know, if you shut shut down the ability, you can you know buy yourself a couple turns, but the ability is just like icing on the cake. You know what I mean? It just adds to it. It doesn't really necessarily need it. So uh, they it's do a tough kind matchup. of yeah, they do kind of need the ability for Radiant Ninja, um, but you know, there's so much they can do bes besides that. So what well, what I meant by that is like they don't need it right away. Like something right. like a yeah, like something like Arcus, I guess Arcus don't need the ability right away either. But um, I feel like with uh. With freaking Palkia, you could just sit back, you know, until you can bump the stadium, you can bump whatever, you know, slowing you down, and then, boom, ability when you need it, you know, in the clutch for your yeah. Avenger just to charge another Palkia. It's, it's it's just bonus, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to, like, slow them down and apply a lot of pressure. So, like, Miltank yes. cannot apply it's pressure because it, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't do any damage, so. Do you feel like any deck that just, like, plays double turbo could just, like, all right, cool, I'm just going to slap a Miltank in and call it a day? Um, 
I don't think one Miltank actually beats anything on its own. Even the decks that Miltank is best against can still beat one with B-Barrel because Miltank just doesn't do any damage, especially with double turbo, Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate because uh, like it's the easiest way to power up a Miltank is double turbo, but then like you're doing no damage, and then you're doing no damage minus 20 damage. It's like, uh, it's just tough. Yeah, especially um, so, if you don't bench anything at all either. So like... In previous formats, there's been a lot of uh, safeguard type effects. Like we've seen this a million times before, and a lot of times you would get like a free win against like two decks just by having this card in your deck. Uh, but that's really like not the case anymore. Uh, Mew, Palkia, Arceus, Inteleon, even Arceus B Barrel. Like B Barrel can anything can still deal with just one mill tank. So you need a little bit more on top of that uh, for the mill tank to actually beat anything by itself. Okay. Something to keep in mind. I someone I don't remember who who said it. I was like, oh, what if you just well, just shove one in your deck if you got a net. If you have if you have fifty nine cards, you can't figure out your sixty. Just just make the sixty at the mill tank. Cannot. It's kind of funny. It would, it would be good in some metas, but I don't think it really matters in this one. I've been working on mill tank a lot actually, and it's not. I don't think I'm gonna play it because it. Uh, we were getting it like close to we were getting it real close to like where we want it. Uh, in in into to being very good, and and then the turbo palkia deck. Uh, stomps it so oh yeah <laughs> so that screwed it all up <laughs> um so yeah it's it's not super consistent against it might not be the most consistent but i feel like if you throw it in they just don't have an answer for it i mean they'll, they'll eventually boss around it but it makes them have to burn some resources search for something they have to look for something I yeah the decks the decks in this format can just gust so many times so easily like turbo pack plays four boss mew plays ropes bosses and sometimes catchers and then Intellium decks have boss boss pal pad. It's just like it's just too easy. Um and and then the mill tank does no damage. Uh, maybe if you like it doesn't. Maybe if you like Crowbat V Max into it or something. I don't know. It's just kind of like there's like no good good attackers that like uh bounce themselves back to the bench, so I don't know. Can I interest you in more Pico V? I've yeah, I've heard about more Pico V actually. <laughs> oh yeah, that was on a Mellow's stream the other night. Uh in their like one of their last rounds. Mill tank more peko. That sounds so um, broken. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it just gets bossed, right? I mean, what if you put like a memory capsule on like the V Max? Maybe. What about more peko Diancy? Yeah, and then, but the, I mean, the Diancy, I've heard about that too. I just, I don't think more peko is good enough. Like, it, it doesn't do that much damage. And it's, I it's guess frail. it does kill Palkia. It's frail. Like, what? The... It's still... It's got 170 it's so or 180 HP. It's 170, right? And then the, like the, the V Max, yeah, the V Max is 300. It only does 180. <laughs> like so many things do more for that or less for more. Like, yeah, I I haven't former, played former the Mopeko deck. It's just like off the top of my head, it would be like my guess would be it's like okay, you'd need three energy to use this attack, right? And then. Or are you going to go into Diancy? Okay, Diancy just gets knocked out, and you're doing almost no damage. Um, and then, or or uh, Mill Tank, and you just get bossed. Uh, I can see it conceivably beating Turbo Palk, I guess, because Turbo Palk is pretty bad into Diancy. Actually, it doesn't play cross switchers or ropes or anything. It's only the four boss. Um, so yeah, it's really not that great into Diancy, but I can see it maybe beating that. But then you're not beating anything else, so I don't know. But again, my opinion on Morpeko is not super uh, like informed. <laughs> You're not a Morpeko uh, expert? No. Oh. Well, I'm starting to consider myself a Reggie expert myself, just so you guys know. I've played, uh, I, I've played Reggie a little bit of Reggie's, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's solid. I'm IRL. I'm just, if you have any questions, ask me. 
Yeah. If you guys have any questions about Reggie or any matchups, ask me. I can tell you everything you need to know. All right. Um, I got a question. I'm, I'm a bit of an expert myself. Do you yes. play uh, ropes or boss? I had to add in boss. I have. Uh, yeah. The first build I played had no boss. And <clears throat> it didn't cost me any games early at first, but then it eventually just started costing me games. Um, I was trading prizes with a, a Darkrai deck, and then the Darkrai just went with the baby Motres on the last two prizes. And there's nothing I can do. I didn't have the boss. So mm-hmm. I added boss as opposed to rope. But rope would have worked in that matchup as well. But I feel like boss is just more. Uh, Rope is more situational. I feel like boss is more uh, slightly consistent. So, I agree. Yeah, rope is a little more situational, but it comes with the added bonus of countering. Uh, well, I guess it only counters the like the ice cube and the flying Pikachu if you also have the boss. So I guess that doesn't. Really... That's what Pram played. Which uh, Pram's list was. You mentioned that it is. It was pretty uh, strange. For it's different. Deck. It was so different. Can I interest you in boss and rope? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Because <laughs> then, look, you, you, get, you, get, you, you get the ice cube out the way, you get the uh, flying Pikachu out the way, then Polyon, whatever's in your way. You rope, and then you boss it right back up. You could conceivably swap the nets out for ropes, because you need a switch card anyway. Net is a true. little more versatile, and uh, it's... That's true. I, you could, can, yeah, I, could I feel like net gives you a lot of... Um, a lot of like agency in your games because you don't have to use it just as a switch card on the turns that you need to switch, but you can also uh you can use Gigas multiple times in a turn yeah. to prep your next turn, or you can prep your bench with like another copy of the attacker you want. Uh so you can and and then you also have the the synergy with uh Reggie Drago's ability. So you can kind of like uh you can you can pretty much what is the word I'm looking for? Like proof yourself against like Marnie and Roxanne pretty well with that deck, I think. Um that's exactly why I, why I run a four nets. It's everything you just said is is true. Um, mm-hmm. There's been times where I power up something with a second Gigas uh, ability. Times where I had to put down a second attacker because I knew it was going to get knocked out, or if I had if I couldn't get going for that turn, I put down a second one because I knew the first one's going to get knocked out. Um, and just times where you know I put four Reggie Drago, draw three cards, or you know yeah, draw three cards, perfect. What I just what I needed, scoop it back up. So net is so important. I could see Escape Rope fitting in there though. I don't know if I'll take out a net because net is so clutch. Yeah, and another thing is that like with zero Reggies, um, I guess it did well in a Japan tournament. But the Japan, uh, I think it won a Japan tournament. But the Japan meta is so different. Uh, the format is different. So yeah, they have um, what the uh, the Zor arc and all that kind of stuff, or the Gudra or whatever, right? Yeah, they've yeah. got a lot of different stuff. But with none of them making top eight in Australia, uh, it is possible that people won't prioritize the text for Reggie. Um, because Reggie's what, like a tier two deck, probably. Two. I think most people would agree. <laughs> and that compared to like Mew and Palk, and so I think most people will probably not worry about teching for it, and instead worry about uh, Palk. Uh, but I could be wrong, of course. But I don't know. I think Reggie is is good. I think I would. I'm considering playing it actually, um, just because I really don't know what to play. Uh, if you need me to, I can coach you up in Reggie. At worst, it's pretty good into Mew and Palk, <laughs> so that makes it automatically a consideration. Uh, just if 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 only that, it's good. Reggie is good into Mew and Palkia. So uh, the Mew then, matchup and, is so is so free. Yeah, the Mew matchup good. is so free. Uh, Palkia matchup is decent too. It's decent. People be like, "Oh, you just lose." Like, no, you don't. It's 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 a pretty decent matchup too. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's you know, got a good Palky just applies a lot of pressure, but if you if the deck functions, I mean, Aleki just trades uh, favorably into it every single time. So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, would, I mean, I also play a three three choice belt in my list uh, partially for that. Okay. Or mostly, I run two, mostly for that. I run two. A third one could be a could be a usable if there's more a lot more Palkia running around. Um, I was talking to someone uh, last week, and they were telling me that they, they think uh, three Regilecki might be the play. Yeah, the original list from Full Grip had three Alecki. Um, I think uh, Fourth Rod is a little bit more valuable, but uh, you could yeah. do both, I guess. I, I would never cut the Fourth Rod. I added a Fourth Rod. Um, but... I go, yeah, I go Four Rods, four, uh, four Nets. I run four shoes, by the way, for trekking shoes. Yeah, if you don't play, yeah, if you shoes. don't play the extra rod, the second they play Avery or something, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now I have to worry about a knockout yeah. this turn and losing two this way. And you have to keep all of your Reggies like alive because as soon as one is in the discard, they will just target down your second copy of that one, and uh, and it's just kind of a pain. Uh, it's a little. I think the four rod is I've a little that. more consistent. You're exactly right. So, so like you said, you you're not sure what you're playing yet, and uh, you don't have to like give any sauce or secrets away. But it, oh, to help newer that. players, what kind of advice could you give them to help them make a decision for what they should play for a large event? I have my notepad. Uh, I want advice on this. I mean, it's really just a lot of how much time do you have to commit to testing and just grind games against. <laughs> just look at. You know, the list I want to show you, build that deck and play against it, and then build Mew and play against it. And I, I honestly, that's... It, if you can beat those two decks, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, you just got to test against the decks. And, uh, and also, you probably want to be very comfortable with the deck that you're playing, um, because the more games you have with it, and uh, the better you'll play it. Um, so most decks... Are, most decks require a little bit of practice in this format. I know the Reggie deck, for example. I was gar. I, I I picked that deck up and I was literally I was literally so bad at playing it. Uh, I'm <laughs> like, wow, this deck's a little. It, it's just like different than a lot of the other decks. It works a lot differently. It's kind of weird. So uh, a lot of the decks do require a little bit of practice. Um, now the meta is not entirely set in stone at this point, so um, I'm a little hesitant to play like an anti-meta deck. But uh, yeah, I mean, you just have to you just have to test a lot and and be able to make correct decisions with your deck most of the time, and you'll you'll probably do okay. So we won't be seeing a counterbox from you then. I've been working on counterbox. Oh, it's just like not good enough. I don't think it's like good enough yet, and I don't want to lose to like a bunch of random stuff too. So um, <laughs> can I interest you in a Zoroark counterbox? I yeah, I've been t- testing Zoroark counterbox a little bit. Um, it's like fine. It's it's fine. It's okay, I guess. It's okay. I've tried it too. I've tried so many different things with Zorark. I want it to be so good, but it's it can be I so think, inconsistent at times, man. I think Mill Tank and Jolteon Capsule are like very helpful for it because it increases the win rate against a lot of decks that you would not normally beat, uh, and it's pretty good in into Mew. So uh, with Mighty Anna. Yeah, Mighty End is awesome. No energy, just slap it all out of the Zorark, basically, and just go in and take your Boom. free prizes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Buy Movie Max. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I like that a lot. I think it's a solid um, card. A lot of the decks that I'm trying out are actually pretty bad into Arceus, but Arceus doesn't seem to be very popular right now, uh, which is pretty funny. But I think Arceus itself is not great into Mew or Palk. It's kind of like so-so. Maybe like slightly unfavored into both of them, to be honest. 
so it's possible we will just see Arceus like drop off the face of the earth, but I don't know. That seems like a little bit of a bold uh, call. So I don't know. It's just kind of kind of in a weird spot right now. Yeah, I don't think not it's bad by any means. Um, just not not the best matchups. So do you have any yeah, I, other? I think it's gonna fall off the face of the earth. I, I, know, I was just gonna say, I just I have seen a decrease in uh in Arceus, you know, and that's after you know I called it what too soon. I called it like a month and a half too soon. <laughs> so I have seen a decrease, but I don't think it's gonna just completely fall off. It's still the top two decks, and uh, Grant, I'm sure you agree, Mew, Palkia, right? Yeah, for sure. The next year, I believe, is something like Arceus, maybe Reggie. Um, where does Darkrai fit in all this? What do you guys think? Um, Darkrai, I think there's like very few things you can do with it. It's very linear, and I think, to be honest, it's just a worse Palkia, but that's not really much of a slight because Palkia is good, so being like a slightly worse version of that is... Still not bad, but you're not weak to lightning, so you won't get countered by the things that Palkia will get countered by. So uh, I think Darkrai is like, okay, I haven't played with it enough, to be honest. I kind of want to play it some more. Uh, it's like fine. Uh, it's like slightly worse Palkia, but doesn't get countered by the same things. Uh, interestingly, Darkrai is not very good into Mew, actually, because you're basically forced to use two prize attackers uh, for the beginning slash middle of the game. <clears throat> Uh, and you can go like one prize attackers uh, like once or twice, and that's just enough to to make Mew win. Yeah, Mew is pr pretty fast. Like you have to get super lucky Very. with Darkrai and like maybe turn to attack with Galarian Moltres V if you have the right cards and the right combo and the right sequencing to make it happen. You honestly need a if you're going second with with dark, you need a turn one knockout with Moltres V, or you're not going to win the game. The format's just so fast, uh, which you can actually do a lot of the time. So that's like uh, one of the good the strong points about it is you can get a turn one knockout with Moltres V against uh, like almost any deck because of choice spell. It hits two twenty, which is yeah. really good. Like that's one of the best points of the deck. Uh, and then Dark Rise uh, can one shot anything in like the middle of the game as well. So. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's not I, bad. The, it's the not first, bad. the first weekend when everything was going on, I won a box with Darkrai because it was all I pulled. I just kept pulling them. I was like, well, I might as well just play it and have fun. And I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, but yeah, it, it does fall flat in some matchups, like especially like just if if Mew just has that gas start, which they almost always do. You're just you're just mm -hmm. punished so easily, especially oh, you're two ten HP. They don't need any modifiers to get a turn one mail at a like KO on your Darkrai or. You know, the, the Moltres is only 220, so, it, like, it just sits there. And if you if you start with a Crobat or, you know, the 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 baby Moltres, you're just kind of like, oh, cool, there's some of my gas out the window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you made an interesting point, Grant. What I was going to say, just, you made an interesting point about um how a Mew deck can trade, you know, with single prizes for for a little bit, you know, early in that game. Meanwhile, um, Darkrai might have Moltres, what, Gal Galarian Moltres, the baby one? They mm -hmm. might have that up its sleeve, but, I mean... Mew can trade with a, a couple of Meloettas. Um, have you guys seen this deck yet? Because I ran into an IRL the last two weeks. Um, a Selgor. The Fusion Strike of Selgor. Um, like on its own or as a tech in Mew? As a tech in Mew. Okay. I mean, if Palkia was weak to grass, I think that would make a lot of sense. But it's... I've been seeing it in, in a few decks. They play because it's a quick single prize attacker. It can hit 120. And if you're playing against like a, a Darkrai, for instance, or Samurai or anything, Moltres. Grass weakness, one shot something, and I guess it's just a one a quick one twenty to take uh, to deal with Reggie's and to deal with stuff like that. 
And the first week I ran into it a lot, it didn't really do much. But by a week, I ran into it last week too. And I was like, I'm starting to see where it has a niche. You know, I'm starting to see it. I still don't think it's a great tech, but I can see why some people are doing it now. You guys haven't seen it much yet? No, I don't think I've seen anybody play it uh, other than like at the beginning when when that when the set came out, they played it just like as its own like kind of hit and run style. Uh-huh. I could see it being useful in some matchups where you want uh, just like an extra single prize attacker, but its damage output is so much lower than Malouetta that it would only be good into like other single prize decks. But I think it would be good into other single prize decks. It's just like the majority of decks are not other single prize decks, if that makes sense. Uh, so like Reggie's, it's probably good into Reggie's. It's probably good into yeah. like like any single prize deck, I guess. Yeah, anywhere like else that. though, it's just a stage one you have to evolve and and that's the part that sucks. To, yeah, move into it. Yeah, I just I've seen it pop up of uh, in the, some of my locals. I've seen it uh, outside of my locals too. Well, I guess it's still local, but it's not the main shop I go to. So I went to I go to two different shops, and uh, one of the other shops I go to, they, someone was playing it there too. I'm like, really? Is this a thing now? So. I don't know. Maybe it's just a California thing. I mean, it's crazy in California. You know, all the smog and the... Never mind. I'm not going there. <laughs> I was going to say it's green. Some other stuff is green. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. The Let's move on. The price of gas is too high in California. Huh? <laughs> I, oh, I, I get it. I got it. There, there, I got there it. you go, Kaiser. Proud of you. <laughs> so... But no, I missed uh, I missed chunks of everything, man. What did I miss uh, when uh, I was uh, dis disconnected? We talked about uh, Palkia and uh, Australia and the you know the how crazy the uh, turbo Palkia really is. Yeah. Okay. So have we touched on um how maybe uh what what happens in Milwaukee is going to lead into what happens in uh, NAIC? No, not yet. No, go ahead. Well, yeah, just Grant, just um. Milwaukee. I'm not sure what to expect except for Palkia, Mew. I think there'll be some Reggies. I, you said Jolteon's not going to be there, but I don't know, man. Red, I mean, with Palkia around, I feel like he, some some type of electric something. It's not going to be Pikachu. None of those Pikachus. But maybe uh, maybe Jolteon. I have another card in mind too. I'll tell you guys about it later. But um, between all that, that that happens and everything that goes down in Milwaukee, what do you think is going to happen? You know, the following week in a, at NAIC. So um, the thing about decks like Palkia and Mew is that they're just like so good and they can kill stuff so easily that even if you have like a type advantage against them, they, they're still like trading evenly or and they're like faster and more consistent. So I think like a lot of people think that uh, just because you have like a lightning type deck, you're going to be Palkia or just because you have a dark deck, you're going to be Mew. Uh, and that's, like, not really the case. You also have to be fast and consistent. You also have to... Well, I mean, that's I mean that's pretty much it. You have to be fast and consistent, and you have to have a way to easily one-shot those guys. And it's just, like, so hard to do that, while also, you know, having a functional deck that works against other decks. So, like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of Palkia, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of Mew, but probably at least half your rounds is going to be against miscellaneous other decks besides those. Uh, so if you're playing, like... A deck that only beats Palkia or only beats Mew or even beats both of them, you still have to have like a good deck that can handle like a variety of, of random things. Um, and so the like the random thing is kind of what's been like traumatizing me this season. Like I played, uh, I played like an anti-meta deck at EUIC and I got uh, flattened by just a bunch of random stuff that I, you know, just off the wall stuff like that I wasn't really expecting. Uh, and then I played a vanilla Arceus Intel, uh, 
at at indie and it's good into random stuff uh and it's uh just kind of a vanilla solid deck and i got top 32 which is like fine um and then for new jersey well new jersey with the that malamar deck was just kind of wild and it it worked out so um but yeah i yeah early in the meta i think like it's very early in this format so i think it's uh you guys gotta say say the same almost just to yeah, I feel like there's, you know, again, we're in this weird season of so many new people that have come into the game, and these are their first events ever. So, I mean, if they're if, yeah. if they're not, you know, established or super meta players by any means, they're going to play with whatever they have and whatever they like, and they're just there for a good time. So, like like Grant mm-hmm. said, you could literally hit anything uh, out there. Like, mm-hmm. this is, oh, this is my first event, and I'm going to play with Cinderace VMAX, and you're like, oh, crap, I played Leafy on today. I'm not going to have a fun time. Like, <laughs> any anything else, like, oh, it might be, you know, it might work out for you, but it's it's hard to say. It really is hard to metagame, uh, especially when it's, you know, so early into a format, and there's no solid answer. Think back to um, a couple of the last regionals, you know, where uh, people played Malamar VMAX, and then that became a thing. You know, I, I, I'm trying to figure out if anything's going to come from uh, Milwaukee that's going to affect NAIC in any type of way. But I understand what you're saying. I think uh, Flex said he said it best. Uh, Subin, I think you've seen the tweet. He said that uh, you play regionally nine rounds, you're going to run to at least, what, say, eight or nine different decks. That was going to be <laughs> yeah. something different almost. Yeah, yeah. I I saw that tweet, actually. I kind of agree. Well, I would have agreed with that before Melbourne, but now uh, Palkia is completely dominating Melbourne. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, so like maybe you play like two Palk, two Mew, and like five other stuff. I think that's... But the yeah. the spirit of like the thought behind the tweet, I think, is you know you're gonna play against a bunch of random stuff. Um, so don't be like surprised Pikachu when you don't hit you know seven Palkia in a row, right? <laughs> I brought electric deck and I only hit two Palkias. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. you hit Urshifu and you're like, I'm gonna have a bad day. Urshifu, what's this doing here? I know. So yeah, so you don't think anything from uh, Milwaukee is really gonna affect? You think it's just gonna just say just Mew Palkia? I think the meta for Milwaukee will have, affect NAIC for sure. Um, like if, uh, like if, for example, if Rapid Trick Urshifu wins Milwaukee, wins Milwaukee, then uh, then more people will play it at at NAIC and more people will like counter it for NAIC, right? But uh, if so, yeah, it it does. Yeah, I think the meta for Milwaukee will affect NAIC. Yeah, but as far as uh, Milwaukee first. Um, yeah, it's like kind of hard to say, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a lot Australia of always just seems so wild when it comes to like importing their results to the rest of the world immediately after. Yeah, it's funny because they always have like the first event in like a, a, a format, which is so it's like we have like no information besides that. Yeah, uh, which <laughs> is funny. Uh, another thing that I'll say is like I have actually been spending like a lot of time like in the tank for this format and also for the past like for the last format as well. And I've honestly found it very hard to innovate things just because kind of what I said, the Palkia deck and the Mew deck and, and previously the Arceus deck uh, were so good and so difficult to counter. And it's even more difficult to counter like both of them, like previously Arceus and Mew, now Palkia and Mew. Uh, it's just very difficult to counter both of them and still have a, a functional deck. So I've had a very hard time like innovating things, uh, even despite like trying, right? So I don't know if that's like a failure on my part or if it's, just like the a hostile meta uh, in general, maybe like a combination of the two. So, so on that note, I wouldn't expect many other people to have something super innovative. Um, mm-hmm. But 
if they do, like that's you know that's a win for them, and that's great, uh, and that'll be a good surprise one shot uh, for like a, a tournament. Yeah, that always seems like it could just come out of nowhere. Like somebody who's just super quiet about everything on social media and everywhere else, mm -hmm. not playing any limitless, and not doing any like public boom. play testing, and then just all of a sudden like just come in. Boom. <laughs> I feel like we saw like a decent amount of variety slash innovation with like the Brilliant Stars format. It's like everyone's like, all right, cool. This week let's let's try the flavor of RCS. This week we've got uh right, you mm -hmm. know, like all these different versions and variants, and like now that we have another top level contender in the form of palkia it's like it's a little bit harder to play all these like random yeah. arceus lycanroc or arceus flygon or arceus yeah. uh heatran vmac like i you know i don't know <laughs> so well, actually, yeah, I, call, yeah, I, I said arceus is like barbecue sauce man it goes with everything and like you said yeah. that when it first came out everyone wants to try okay i can finally use my uh delmise and i can finally use um uh, lycanroc and this everyone just try something different but now with these two oppressive decks when we had one oppressive deck it was fine to be, be innovative and try different things now we have two oppressive decks that's like well now what i have to make sure i can beat these two decks i can't do it consistently with my arceus more pico v max deck so i better just play the palkia or mew and just join everyone else right yeah i agree with that another thing i kind of want to mention though is like kind of how arceus was the uh play everything with play arceus with anything and anything with arceus uh, i think we might potentially had that direction with the Mew Celebrations Mew Greninja Crobat engine. So like you can see so many cards and you can turn your scoop up net into a draw two uh with the Greninja. Yeah. So uh we saw that with Turbo Dialgo, which was a deck that popped up won a pretty large online event. I don't think it doesn't seem like people are really uh, respecting it past that, uh, which is interesting. Um that's like neither here nor there. But then the Palkia deck also uses that same engine. And now it's like kind of open Pandora's box of like, okay, now what other decks can we play with this? Can we play it with Gengar? Can we even uh, play Mew VMAX with this engine and not even use Genesect? Can we, uh, you know, Could I don't you know imagine? what else. But you can, pl you can play like anything with that engine and have like a turn two. Uh, kind of like with Arceus where you would have turn two Trinity Nova into uh, literally any Pokemon V in the entire format. Uh, now you can have like a turn two... Uh, I guess it's better with decks that have energy acceleration, so Metal Saucer for Dialga, Dark Patch for Gengar, Dark, Dark Patch, Patch for Darkrai, uh, or Melanie for Palkia, or of course Star Portal for Palkia. So I guess it's uh, pretty much, I guess it might be more limited to decks that can accelerate energy in that way. Um, but yeah, so like any deck like that can have a turn two uh, attacker plus boss, um, sort of kind of like how Arceus could do that. Arceus could do it with literally anything though, and this is kind of limited to decks like an energy accelerator. But I think the engine, uh, the point is the engine is very good, and you can kind of mix and match it with a lot of different uh, Pokemon. So as we've Grant, already seen with Palkia. Don't laugh at me. I've been playing a, um, a lot of uh, Lilligant V-Star uh, as well, okay. and I might have broken a deck open by adding in the, uh, the Radiant Greninja. Mm -hmm. Just that discard, draw, and I play uh, I play one of uh, Energy Retrieve when I play a, one of uh, Training, not, yeah, training court. So just discard, draw, get those extra two cards, and I can go ahead and Guardian or whatever I need, and it's just, it's really opened up the deck for me. So you're exactly right. Um, I can only imagine if you could scoop it up, put it back down, draw another two. It's it's pretty, it's pretty nice. So you're right. Yeah, the Lilligan deck that is... could, could be a new, it could, I mean, it could be our answer for a, well, we'll, we'll lose scoop up net in rotation, huh? I said that could be the replacement for Inteleon, but we're losing scoop up net too. Lilligan's kind of been in the back of my mind. I haven't tried it out yet, but it's pretty interesting. 
Um, like there are a couple things like you can grab the Flapple for damage modifier. You can grab Kukatoon so you can survive a hit against Palkia. You can grab Eldegoss so you can charge the Gardenia every turn. Um, like it's very easy. I don't to play, run like, one, but you're right. You can one like run like one one lines of each of these like grass types. I don't know how you how you would play the deck. You would play Intellion Engine or if you play Mucre Ninja Engine. Uh, and it seems like the power level is like a little bit low for Lilligan, but yeah, it's like kind of an interesting uh, interesting deck. A bit of a um, Lilligan expert myself as well. So if you have any questions, just uh, let me know. I've been playing okay. Lilligan and Red Rock for the last two or three weeks. So yeah, the the just, the, dam- just, the damage output feels like it's its biggest problem. To you know, you need three energy and you're it's hitting, a mid deck. You're hitting two thirty. It's a mid deck. You put it back in your two thirty, and... uh, two sixty if you're lucky. Um, you can't top out of big numbers. I think with that, I run a I run flapples. So with the two flapples, and you know, I can I can get to two eighty if I need to. But let's say it's a V max. I'm struggling a little bit. Um, yeah. It's a mid deck, but the the Krikatoon comes in clutch because it boosts my HP to three hundred from the Lilligant. Um, I can sit back, take you know, take two shots and a uh, two shot something else. So it's really just a mid range, just boom, boom, no turbo, no no super duper speed. I can have a good turn too if I pop off. You know, if I get the Gardenia, if I use the uh, Star Perfume and I get going, but it's not like I'm gonna do major numbers like a Mew deck or like a Palkia swinging for freaking 280, 290. I can get to 280 if I'm lucky. That's all it is. Um, the clutch closer though is a uh, believe it or not, Shaman V Star. He's come in handy a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shaman V Star is pretty slept down actually. Yeah, I like it. It's it's getting there now. At first, I didn't like it, but now I think it is. I think it's kind of slept on. Um. Yeah, it seems like the Lilligant and a lot of other V stars, like I said, this about Darkrai too, uh, and Samurott, uh, they're just like worse, worse Palkia uh, because like what what yeah. can what can you do that Palkia can't like pa- nothing Palkia can do everything so uh, yeah it's uh, it feels kind of bad uh, when you're like testing these decks and it's like okay well this is uh, kind of works it like works it's fine but uh, it's it's not as good as Palkia it's just the worst Palkia but it's still good like it's still fine it's just, you know. Yeah, About I mean, two weeks ago, somebody was better. People were saying that uh, Palkia was the worst Arceus. I'm like, whoa! I think they're on that. Yeah, on par. That, and now I actually, just... that didn't age well. Um, but you, yeah, wait, wait, that, did you say that too? I uh, thought it. My initial thought was that yeah, Palkia was not going to be as good as Arceus. Um, but uh, yeah, no. That, All right, so that. listeners out there, I know I said uh, support Grant. You know, hit him up for coaching and listen to everything he has to say. Um, I actually want to retract my previous statement. Uh, no, I've seen I've seen the lights. Palkia does more damage than Arceus. It, okay, so here's the thing: like Palkia like skips the middleman, so like Arceus is the vehicle for powering up something else. Um, whereas Palkia just powers up itself immediately, turn two, and then does more damage. Um, so, so yeah, it it seems like uh, Arceus is yeah, a little bit outclassed. Uh, yeah. In theory, in theory, what you could do is you could do like Arceus. Uh, and then loop Charon, or even Charon just like once or twice against Palkia. Um, but that's just like easier said than done. Uh, and yeah, it's just. Uh, and then you also need double turbo, whereas Palkia just needs two water. So that's true. And that's it's so that's so easy to get out. And then you have Melanie. It just on your feels side. like it's being outclassed. Yeah, I think Palkia just has so many more tools and everything that it needs right now. It's yeah, it's such a good deck. And then it's like in that deck. in that match specifically too, you're you're like playing into their damage output too. Like, because you're going to, okay, if you want to share, and you're going to have to have another Arceus ready to go, so there's a bench space, and you're going to have your, either your Inteleon package or your Bibarels, and, oh, did you bench a mana fee to protect yourself from the Greninja? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. like, you're really playing into their damage output, too. <laughs> yeah. And it just doesn't I, feel very good. That is completely accurate. Um, 
And yeah, it's like, even if they can't kill your Arcus in one shot, it's like, okay, sometimes they can, they can just go Choice Belt, Zigzoon, whatever, uh, Knockout, and if they can, they can go like, sit behind an ANC, Spike Draw 20, and now they can one-shot you. It's just, uh, and then they can't get bossed. It's kind of like a disaster. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think honestly, Palki and Mew are a little bit oppressive. I think the good decks right now are just too good. I was, I was just going everything... to say that. It's sad we're in oppressive, an oppressive time right now. That's, yeah. I was going to say that. See, now, now I'm depressed. Now I'm sad and talking. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's Palki and Mew, isn't it? It's a two-prize Pokemon with 280 HP that kills anything on turn two. <laughs> okay, oh, what do you want me to do? Steuben, uh take the next segment. I'm, I'm depressed now. Yeah. I'm just, I'm All right, so let's let's move into Stonks. This is the segment of the pod where we talk about the ups and downs of the value of cards, whether it's financial or in terms of playability. We've already kind of hinted that like Arceus might be down a little bit right now. But in terms of value, in the past couple of days, the Alga V Star has doubled in price on the TCG Player on average. Uh, last week, average listings uh, were about eleven dollars. Cheapest one right now is twenty-two fifty at the time of recording, Sunday evening. Um, kind of shocked by this one because all all it was is just like one placement in late night yeah and then all of a sudden like everyone's wow. buying them and like oh. zero at melbourne right or yeah maybe there was one i think one in top 16 uh but but okay. that was it now is this like the alt art the, uh, the, the, the regular dialga v star cheapest listing is 22.50 the rainbow oh, rare wow. is about a dollar cheaper and then the gold one is only 28 dollars <clears throat> And this is this is like at this exact moment in time. Uh, that so one was I, nutty. I also heard there was a. This is kind of unrelated. I heard there was a buyout of Malamar V Max. I don't know if that is still the case though. I, I will happily look into that. Uh, give me a second. Tell us the prices on that too. Yeah, that's nutty about the algo though. It it had the one tournament. The one was a yeah. midnight, right? Wow, dude, you're yeah, good good call. Uh, Rainbow Rare has 18 listings, cheap as $9, but the regular art version of Malamar VMAX, eight listings remaining, cheapest one is $22. Okay, this, it did not, okay, uh, a couple days ago it was three listings on TCG Player for $100 each, but, uh, I guess it's kind of starting to, uh, like, correct. Yeah, there's, there's, um, there's two in that range. That still seems uh, really high, though, Malamar. There's two for 22 uh, one seller has one at 25 and then the next price after oh, that God. is 40 The next price after that is $90. And there's uh, four sellers between $90 and $99, uh, one of which has zero sales and zero feedback. I'm but, sure there's, like, there's no completed for 100 or 90 right? Like, no. Uh, let, me, let me dig into it a little bit more. The last purchased one was... Four dollars and ninety cents. Okay, but it's kind of correct. The one that went crazy, one sold, th one person bought three for twenty five dollars on the tenth, and then uh, there's been a handful for a little bit of value. So no one's other than that one person is is pulled the trigger and bought them. Is that a at the crazy you think that's manipulation? So this could this a, could be money? some uh, some manipulation. Uh, it seems to be single quantities though that were purchased. Uh, low stock or sellers have decided to pull them off the market. So it's always hard to tell uh, 100% if it's a buyout or it's like targeted by the uh, the sellers themselves. That's crazy. Okay, I do want to say like one thing about 
Malamar VMAX is I it's like okay so Malamar VMAX is good into Arc Intel and it's good assuming you have Jolteon Capsule and it's good into Mew so like I was thinking it would be really good for Milwaukee uh, but then the Turbo we were testing it against the Turbo uh, the Turbo Pack deck and it doesn't it doesn't beat that consistently if you go first you have like a chance uh, but even then you have a pretty good chance of losing and if you go second you automatically lose so Malamar is not good into Turbo Pack and it's also bad into Reggie uh, again I don't know if Reggie will be like that popular but uh, Reggie completely stomps Malamar it's, it yeah Drago like, could just fill their fill their hand yeah, back up and the hand proof with Drago and then Reggie Gigas just one shots you like for yeah. free it's, it's yeah, yeah. Right. I have to think about the Gigas it doesn't it one shot right? well right, you, you need, need a, a powerful you need a or, a, or a choice belt yeah but you I mean, belt, it's not, yeah you're right not much yeah. of an ask um yeah, you only need one modifier for that. Yeah, it's and then if you're playing Arceus, I mean, I guess you have the Dunsparce, the Reggie Rock is not going to one-shot you, but most of the Malamar decks don't play Dunsparce um, for for Arceus. But yeah, it's uh, it like was almost good, and then it just loses to... Also, also if your opponent... I don't think Miltang's going to be played like at all, but if they if your opponent has a Miltang, you're just going to fold to that as well. So I don't think Malamar's actually uh in a good position right now i mean like it feels like it gained a little bit too with like roxanne and like dark patch to make it a little bit easier but at the same time it, it really didn't yeah it definitely got better like it got better like in a vacuum i guess i I don't know you can't really say in a vacuum for like pokemon like meta decks but uh as far as the meta around it is a lot more hostile and uh, like the dark patch is is really strong it's actually very helpful but the roxanne is like kind of bait because it's very hard to, like, you're trying to attack with Malamar VMAX before they get to the point where you can Roxanne them um, as well. So, like, we found the Roxanne to be a little bit yeah. underwhelming. Yeah, they have to take a three-prize knockout or just three mm -hmm. prizes in general before Roxanne matters. And if you have it before then, it's a dead card. Right. Like, where you could yeah. just you could just play Marnie during any of your turns. So Yeah, the so Dark Patch just, is very yeah. good, though. The dark patch I was going to say, yeah, so the only game is the Dark Patch then, right? That's the, mm -hmm. the main game. Is, yeah, it is, and to be fair, Dark Patch is, is really good. It's very nice to have that card in the deck, but yeah, the meta is just very hostile uh, for, um, for Malamar right now. I was attempting to find my stonks, but... Uh, I got I got another filler one, Gazer, it. it's fine. Uh, in terms of value, Dark Rise finally come down from its $30 average to about 17 to 18 I've, I've seen yeah, it. So it, seen it, 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 it's taken a hot minute for it to, it to come down, uh, but it, it and, sat there for three weeks, almost 30 bucks. That's crazy. I have to imagine this partly because of Darkrai being like a like a fan favorite Pokemon. I think uh, so. People but, have the nostalgia for Turbo Dark and just, just want to play it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm not honestly super well versed in like uh, Pokey economics. Uh, I, the playability <laughs> aspect is yeah, what I understand. So I mean, I, I work at a well, card, I I work at a card right shop, um, so I'm always like, okay. looking up prices and changing out display cases and everything so it's just something that really fascinates me also as a player too to like keep an eye out for it not a lot of yeah, other people talk about the value of cards often outside of collectors yeah it's funny like from my perspective when i see like i automatically uh just assume that every playable card is going to be expensive and every non-playable card is going to be cheap so it's like very shocking when uh the opposite is true and like either when the is like a hundred dollars you're like what <laughs> yeah okay but why <laughs> there's no way is it actually the alternate art machamp v uh pre-release time was 40 dollars, and then it had a crazy buy spike and it pushed it up to 180 one one a couple episodes ago we talked about it 
and then it came back down, no and it's way. it's been sitting about one hundred and twenty dollars for the altar. That's insane. Like sixty dollars or seventy? No, sixty. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden one eighty, one ninety, and then one sold, and then people started listing them over one hundred and twenty, and it just it sat there ever since. Uh, the Altart Beedrill is over forty dollars now. The Altart Hisui and Sneezler uh, had a spike almost up to eighty dollars for a couple of days. I see. Yeah. Um, it, well, I see yeah, it, it, it's it's that's it's, it's insane. Yeah, these Altarts and like I don't know if it's like the scalpers or the people who like want to sell product are like pushing these weird values of cards just to like oh hey we said this set sucked uh but you know uh you should look at machamp it's 120 dollars. go out there and buy all the boxes and i feel like that's just like their last ditch effort to kind of remain relevant since like the crazy scalping has kind of died off recently you're able to like walk into a, a a big box store and see a whole section full of trading cards again and that's the beauty of it. I like you can go to a Target or a Walmart now, like you said, and it's there. And even uh, some of the more local stuff has stuff, and it's not yeah. crazy overpriced. I found a store around the corner from my grandmother's house, and they have um, ETBs for like thirty bucks. And I'm like, oh wow, you know, thirty? Wow, that's than, that's under MSRP. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, stuff is here. The world is healing. I'm surprised. From the whole pokey... I'm surprised you didn't decide to scam and buy all of them and go take them to Walmart and return them for MSRP. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about it. Typical but days are I have such bad luck with ETBs that I just feel like I would just be cursing someone. That wouldn't be fair, man. Uh, eh. I, my, yeah, my ETBs are so bad. Now, when it comes to building battles, I have really, really good luck uh, pulling with those. I just hit some uh, pretty good stuff uh, recently. Speaking of building battles, too, but before I talk about my songs, I have a building battle pack here. Is there any way I can interest in I can send this to you. Uh, you pay what, shipping what is, and handling. What is this? Four weeks of you trying to sell me your bulk, bro? Four weeks. I mean, four weeks of you trying to sell me your bulk. Uh, no, th look, this one has the. the I'll, I'll, I'll be right. I'll be right back. Issue. Hang on. I I had a few building battles. Stupid wouldn't buy them, so I opened it myself. Had some good hits. It's it's. I don't know what he's thinking. He should buy them. I have really good luck with this stuff. Do you think I want your bulk, Gazer? Okay, so it seems you have some extra cards. You have a few extra cards. If you guys don't know what's going on, Stupid, I just pulled out a... How many boxes was that, Grant? About three boxes? I can't see his uh, camera. Oh, Stupid just pulled out about three boxes, I believe, of a... Uh... I'm assuming that's bulk? Uh, yeah, one of them's uh, a five-row full, and then uh, you know, a three-row, and yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't want your bulk, Gazer. If you ever read that build a battle, I got you. Just let me know. It's got the promos and everything. Yeah, I'm good. I have a lot of bulk sitting next to me in the box as well. You're blurry, yeah, I got though, so I got don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But no, uh, the attention my stunk real quick. I couldn't find my card. I only have one copy. I need to go get more. I think this card is going to see some play as a sneaky little, uh, just like an add-in to even, maybe even Palki itself. Uh, Raiko. Raiko? Raiku? Goku? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, that card's uh, the, the legendary good. electric dog. It's uh, it feeds it. Palkia feeds into what it wants to do, and it one shots. And you say, "Oh, well, it gets one shot back. That's fine." I just took out your your big daddy Palkia with a, a basic little Raikou. Didn't you know? It didn't cost me much anything, and I can do it again if I need to because it's so easy to charge up. You already play into it because you want to overbench yourself. You want to have your radiant Greninja on the bench and your your Inteleons. That's fine. Or your barrels, whatever you have, your Muse, whatever you have. Raikou just one shots you. 
boom, easy. Yeah. I feel like Ryko can see some play now. Even if like maybe some type of a uh, maybe a Palkia where you run like a, a couple Aurora or maybe a random a uh, couple lightning energies randomly. I feel like it can see some play. Uh yeah, I can see it maybe being in the um the Palkia turbo deck. You can't star portal, but you can Melanie to it and like attach a lightning, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Um, so that would be a good way to delete an opposing Palkia V Star. Yeah, that's actually a pretty interesting idea. Uh, I don't know where else it would really fit. Um, yeah, I've seen people try to shove it in uh, Arceus Italian. and I was like other Arce- Arceus, yeah, other Italian decks, and then like in that in that problem though, you like you have to Melanie or Raihan onto it and still have the turn mm-hmm. attachment. Yeah, you don't want to play pure lightning because then the Flaffies are just Greninja targets, and then you bench Manaphy, and then you're playing into the power. No, you, no, you don't go pure anymore. lightning. Like, it's just a tech. Yeah, those Flaffies would just those Flaffies are gone if you do that. So it's just a tech. But I feel like it could it could it could see some play as opposed to your flying Pikachu, uh, surfing Pikachu take. That's not gonna that's that can't be a thing. It never will be. It can't be. But yeah, Ryko, it, though, I think that could it come does. Up. Like you said, it is just a two for two, pretty much an even trade into. Palk, V-Star, so you would have to be able to get, like, a lot of value out of it. Like, it would have to be, like, a, a game swinger, so it really kind of depends on the deck that you have around it, uh-huh. I guess. Uh, but I can see that, for example, like, a Turbo Palk Mirror match, for example. Uh, yep. you, you're, you're not one-shotting their V-Stars for free, uh, so Raikou would be able to do that, but I guess you could just, like, boss a couple times. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Subin, you the hear abilities, that? The Grand abilities are good. Interesting. You hear that? Sub, I'm, I'm oh, smart I mean, now. Yeah. There's a smart guy said I was smart. Nothing wrong with Raikou. <laughs> but I guess it's um, time to move on to our last segment, um, the Q&A. So we'll hop into the, the Q&A section for that. Sumi, you want to start with the first question? Yeah, as always, we are live on Twitch on either my channel or Gazer's channel uh, with the live chat. So we have a handful of questions, some of which are trolls. Uh, you, you kids and you're trolling, I swear. Uh, like bags <laughs> oh, asking when we're going to... Do the podcast in a hot tub? No, never, never bags. Uh, but we'll, well, I mean, think about it though. No, it, I'm, I'm, it nope, prob- nope, stop. <laughs> just nope. Well, no, okay. Look, so nope, have you, nope. have you ever checked out the hot tub section of Twitch? No. There's thousands of viewers over no. there. So look, if you, no. me, and another guest, let's say we do, let's say we bring Grant back one time, a couple months from now. You, me, and Grant, we get into a hot tub, or you know, maybe even just our own bathtubs, right? Record from there. I think that would increase some viewership. <laughs> I think Bags is onto something. I don't know. Gazer, I swear sometimes you just... <laughs> I'm trying to be innovative with this podcast. I don't want to be your, your grandfather's old podcast. Back in my day, we had Blastoise. I, you know, I want to do something different. Let's, thanks, Sue. Outside the box, man. I'm telling Jazzy you look at that section of Twitch. <laughs> What's she going to so say? So I guess I got this question from X10 Grim, our, our uh, homie X10 Grim. Uh, Grant, this is for you. When did you feel good to start sharing your deck builds? All right, can you repeat that? I guess when you feel good enough to start sharing your own your uh, your own deck builds, like when you feel like, hey, this is something I need to share, and you know, send to Twitter, and this is a pretty busted deck. Um, I mean, I stream on Twitch, so a lot of the times I'm just trying out various decks uh, on my stream, uh, and then like the good ones, I'll write an article about because I write articles at Poke Beach. Um, so I, I'm not sure exactly what the question i'm not sure i fully understand but like just if a deck's like not complete garbage uh then i'll like play it on my stream for a good good amount of time and then if it's like the the best ones from there get filtered like to the articles that i'll write and sometimes i'll post stuff on twitter i haven't been posting as many decks on twitter 
uh, just because I'm like been kind of lazy about it. Also, a lot of the decks have been kind of failing in this format. Like a lot of most of the stuff has most like most of the decks I've been trying out. I've been trying out a lot of a lot of decks uh, have some sort of like fatal flaw, uh, unfortunately. So. Do you remember, uh, uh, just a side question to go with that, do you remember any time where you were like on the ladder or playing IRL and you see like a, a version of your deck and you're like, whoa, that's mine. I, I've made it. I did it. Someone finally copied my deck. Anything mm -hmm. like that? Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. Like if uh, I'll like do well in an <laughs> online tournament, uh, a lot of the times the deck that I do that, like I'll sometimes do well with a deck that I like also copied from somebody else, which is uh, pretty funny. Uh, just kind of like how it goes. Like it's like kind of like a shared, like the whole the whole space is like, everyone's ideas are like instantly public and then uh they get built upon by other people and it's kind of snowballs um so yeah um yeah that does happen a lot um yeah it, yeah it happens a lot also a lot of times i'll get good ideas from the ladder so like i'll see someone playing something interesting on ladder and then i'll like take that idea and like improve upon it that also happens a lot people a lot of people just you find like good ideas in like all sorts of places um so yeah it's just kind of like a cycle of a cycle like that so True. All right. So next question, uh, we have one from Drago the Forkhead. As someone who's wanting to get into IRL play as a PTCGO player only for a long time, what sort of decks would you recommend that won't break the bank? It's got to be the Reggie deck, right? <laughs> that yeah. deck's very expensive, and it's very it's pretty good. So I mean, that's like probably the best best one. Reggie or like Miltank, Blissey, something along those lines. I think lines. the answer is Reggie. Yeah, the Miltank, Blissey is Reggie. also pretty good. No, 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 the answer is Reggie. Gotta be I Reggie. Mean, yeah, Has Reggie, but you know, if you want more no, than No, there's one. no but you know. The answer is Reggie. If you want more than one No, no, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Reggie. That's like the only answer for that. Okay, it's Reggie. All right, guys. Okay, so why don't you go get in your hot tub and take your cards with you? <laughs> it's like definitely cool when like a, it is definitely cool when like a good deck costs like $20. Like, yeah. the Reggie deck is so inexpensive. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe some of the trainer cards will be a little bit more. But, like, the Pokemon are really inexpensive. Yeah, you're not buying an Intelli exactly. online like Malamar uh, that needed it. Ooh. And that was the biggest, like, a lot of people hopped on Rapid Strike Malamar just because of how budget it was. But at the same time, like, mm -hmm. Drizzile's at that point, what, 4 $5 a piece? So, yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy. And, I mean, there's still three-something in change. And, like, allegedly, whenever rotation happens, like... For anybody on a budget, I mean, that could be a slap in the face. Yeah, I don't think that was, like, too surprising just because of, like, for a while, and even still to some extent, like, every deck plays Inteleon. Uh, so, like, every, like, maybe 50%, not every, that's a little bit of exaggeration, maybe, like, 50% of the meta decks play uh, Inteleon, and you need yeah. three to four Trizile. Uh, and also the fact that Sword and Shield came out like two in uh, two and change years ago yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot of mm -hmm. the uncommons kind of like got bulked out or like lost in the wind or whatever and, yeah uh, it's always kind of a pain when like an old like common or uncommon becomes relevant and it's not that old it's sword and shield but, uh but yeah that's yeah. it's just a, like this uncommon card and you're like whoa how much so yeah when i heard these drizzle prices when i started you know trying to get an irl it's like what how much for that Luckily, there's that uh, there's that V battle deck on the way out though. Yeah, those come out this yeah. week. Um, I want to say this, that's the release date for this week. Mm -hmm. The uh, well, uh, Shadow Rider uh, and Ice Rider. So that's uh, that's right, a I'll really be... good uh, buy-in point for your Intelli online if you don't have it yet. I'll be hitting the target this week then. There you go. <laughs> uh, another question. Let's see. 
we have one from MWDC. Shout out to MWDC. He does the thumbnails for uh, Subin's YouTube videos. Now, shout out to Subin's YouTube as well. Um, do you think a lightning build of Arceus will be, could be the way to go, seeing how long Peak Rom lasted on the top? Um, I think it's gonna like. I think maybe not right now. I think Mew kind of has a lot of hype, despite not being a top eight of Melbourne. I honestly think there's gonna be a lot of Mew. Uh, so either A, if you could get it to beat Mew, or B, Mew flops. Some dark. If oh. Mew flops for Milwaukee, uh, then it will kind of open up the door for decks that have a sketchy Mew matchup um, to sneak in there. Um, but yeah, I think the Arceus decks in general, Arceus plus, you know, whatever, is not great into Mew, so I would be hesitant to to play that. And even, again, like, even just having a Lightning deck doesn't necessarily mean you even beat Palkia, so you'd have to test it against, like, Turbo Palk. And Turbo Palk can maybe just steamroll you, or 50-50 if, like, depending on who goes first, I could see that also being the case. Um, yeah, that's true, it doesn't I, mean necessarily beat Palkia, you're right. Um, the, oh, just, so you, you think there's a chance that Mew could flop? I, mean, I was thinking, I you know, you, th you sprinkle in some dark, maybe throwing a, a Motrez or something like that, you know. But you think Mew could flop, and that could open up some, for, you know, for other decks. You think Mew I could don't, flop? I don't think it will, but okay. just in theory, if that did happen, that's like the natural progression of like the meta. You're right. Okay, uh, you're right. I was gonna, I was man, I was gonna run with that. I was gonna go to Twitter. <laughs> Breaking news: Grant Matley no, says Mew will flop. No, 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 no. I think there's a pretty good chance that like there's like four in top eight. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't think it will, but you know, just if it did, that's. That's how it would how it would work, I think. Oh, I was gonna run a Twitter so hard. <laughs> so you wanna check the uh, take the next question? Yeah, they're all kind of memes at this point. Um, <laughs> well, so ask away, let's see what he says. Passman Tude asks, Do you like strawberry milk? Um, I don't really no, I don't really drink milk, so I don't know. There we go. What about you guys? Eh. <laughs> no. Kind, kind of, I'm not a strawberry milk kind of guy. No. I, I like my milk. I even I, I enjoy like, some chocolate milk as well, but not strawberry. Strawberry ice cream, sure. Ice cream, any ice cream is like pretty acceptable at the very least. Um, I mean, I'll put milk in like my cereal, but I don't like to drink it like straight up. So I've never had strawberry milk. Um, I had cinnamon rolls last night, and I had a glass of milk to go with them. So there's that. Oh, I haven't had cinnamon Santa rolls in forever. I hope there's a Cinnabon. Oh, that's the same. Milwaukee. I was craving. I was like, I want cinnamon rolls. <laughs> but okay, next question. Uh, this comes from Will B. Hidden. Our, uh, this is our resident on uh, everything Stonejourner VMAX. What needs to happen for, Stone for Stonejourner VMAX to win a regional? <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. If there's wait, 800 registered players, 799 of them are no shows. Okay, so Reggie Gigas is a big problem for Stone Jordan. <laughs> big problem. However, Palkia, like, I'm just thinking about it. What if you were good into Palkia in theory? I, I could see Stone Jordan being good. I haven't played this in a couple of formats, but I could see Stone Jordan being good into Palkia, right? Oh. You just have Stone so, Jordan okay, so Palkia, if you, only, if you only have the one Stone Jordan out, Palkia's going to max out at what? How much damage? It's going to do 160, 190. Yeah, around, yeah no, 190, right? Yeah, around 90. Okay, 190. Yeah, but then they have like Zigzagoon. So. Uh, if you were able to like use the stone energy, the full face guard to reduce the damage you, and hyperpotion, about one. I could see you beating Palkia. To be honest, I could see. That being... Oh wait a second! <laughs> yeah, but so, you're not going to beat anything else. Like, yeah, no, you're not going to. You beat, just fold probably, everything else. You're not going to beat Mew. You're you not going to beat Reggie Davis. Really um, you could. You, I don't think you can even kill a mill tank. We'll you could maybe play. You could maybe play Cologne or or uh, 
uh, Phoebe to be uh, Mill Tank, I guess. And then you. But then you're taking away spaces from healing, so that's not going to work. Yeah, that, no, sorry, Will. Not going to happen. So, what would be. You would need to face uh, 17 Palkia in a row and make sure you actually beat Palkia. <laughs> and make sure you be. actually win. Yes. <laughs> so, you hear that, Will? If there's the off chance, I think it's about a, a 0.16% chance you're running the 17 Palkia in a row. <laughs> Your soldier to be mask could go all the way. There you go. See, is there anything else to beat? And maybe you could beat Arceus. Um, no, they've done sparse. Uh, even... sparse out there. You could beat Jolteon. Yeah. Beat yeah, Jolteon, no problem. You, you can beat, maybe uh, beat like the Inteleon toolbox decks. You maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then you beat uh those those Pikachu uh, V Maxes and the surfing one, right? The flying and surfing. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> flying is weak to lightning, and surfing is weak to fighting. Oh, flying is weak to lightning. Yeah, yeah so Will, yeah, weird. no, Will, you have no chance. Sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no more questions from right, the Sue, chat. Head up. No, no, no more. Are you sure? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, no. Shout no, the password to it anyway. His questions keep me going every week. I think they're more for us to try not to laugh at when we're like looking <laughs> at it versus like actually reading them out loud. But uh, basically, at this point in time, the floor is yours, Grant. Any shout-outs you want to give, any plugs you want to make, anything you want to say to anybody out there potentially listening in, take it away. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, Shout-out to Gust of Wind Podcast and uh, and Steuben and uh, Gazer, uh, Gazer Streams. Uh, also, t- uh, twitch.tv slash TrickRoar. I also stream uh, Pokemon fairly frequently. Uh, it's been kind of crazy uh, this, like, this weekend. This coming week uh so i haven't been streaming as much but yeah uh, once i get back from naic i'll be streaming a lot and uh yeah so check me out on twitch also pokey beach uh, articles so yeah if you want to see the articles on pokey beach uh and then i also do coaching on medify um so uh yeah and in twitter twitter.com slash trick is probably what it is uh so yeah follow me on twitter as well um yeah thank you guys appreciate yeah. it we'll also, have all your links up below Yep, it'll be in the Spotify description, the Anchor description, the YouTube video, and it comes out a few days later than the audio version, also on Apple and Google. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, totally leave us a five-star review, but I didn't tell you to do that. Uh Uh-uh. No one said that. No, never. No one ever told you to do that. But if you happen to do so, we would totally love you forever in more than one way. (laughs) Um... Yeah, Grant, thank you so much for joining us, man. I, when I reached out to you, I was like, he's going to say no. He doesn't know me like that. He doesn't, he doesn't, he barely knows who I am. But uh, <laughs> you, you were down. And you said, you know, not this week, but the following week. And I was like, cool, thanks, Grant. And just throwing up your, le- your skill level and your expertise, man. Uh, how, so just a couple, you know, questions I should ask from the very beginning. How long have you been playing this game, man? Um, I like the game. I'm, yeah, I've been playing it forever, so I've gotten pretty good at it. So it it would be like a waste to what? like not play it. How many years? How many years? Uh, I like competitively since like 2013, but I also played for a few years before that. I was like a scrubby junior, so I like 2010, 2009 maybe is when I started playing. Uh, yeah, I think around there. I, I've just been playing forever, so yeah. Yeah, it's like 13 years old. I was like, look at Grant. Look at the yeah. young Grant. Yeah, I've been playing forever. Uh, so yeah, it's like it's. I've just like never gotten tired of it. And uh, I like playing tournaments. Tournaments are really fun. Uh, every so often, you'll go on a heater and do well in a tournament, and that's really fun. Uh, yes. So, yeah, it's great. Um, 
I probably will not stop playing for the foreseeable future. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. No, Grant, thank you so much, man. We'll have your uh, information in the in the description, everything below. Um, Steuben, anything else? No, that's it. Uh, I will also be at Milwaukee at <clears throat> NAIC. If you want to come hang out, come find me. I'll have the box of sh uh, sheepy cards from everybody for Twitch and everything. Hey. Uh, so fun times on that. I'll probably put that Ampharos EX back in the box again. We'll go from there. So between, so just talking, so let me do my math. So between next weekend and the following weekend, so between Milwaukee and NAIC, there'll be no Steuben streams. No uh, grants. I'll try and if I can get Emily to sit down and like play test your tabletop with me one night this week, maybe we can get the stream rolling. Well, just this week though. I mean, between those two weeks of uh everything else going on, yeah, we'll maybe no super streams, no grant streams, no Azul, maybe no Mahone. You're trying to say no Tord. You're trying to say this is free real estate. No one. Yeah, ever, that'll be interesting. No one <laughs> ever told you meta. not to stream, Gazer. <laughs> I'm not gonna stream against you pros who you know how to play the game very well. Yeah. Well. Drop my link uh, to my Twitch uh, in below. I, I'm about to. It's all, I'm about it's, to go on the streaming it, heater. It's always there, Gazer. It's oh, let's there. go. I'm about to search. You guys, listen up. Gazer memes coming back. Streams are coming back. Uh, I'm dropping out of summer school. I'm not going to teach it after all. I'm streaming uh, for the next two weeks while everyone's gone. Yeah. What was that? What was the Mark quote? Uh, F them kids is what you said before. <laughs> yeah, uh, hashtag F them kids. Yes. All right. Yeah. And uh, also uh, <laughs> hashtag lock him up because people are going to take that out of context. <laughs> but that'll do it for us this week. Thank you, Grant, for joining us. It was an honor. Yeah, it was fun. All right. All right I guess that's it. So uh, you guys, uh, make sure you uh, listen to this on uh, Spotify. Check out the YouTube video. Do not edit it out, Stu. I will be doing some The editing. Snyder Cut. Um, let, it, let it be released. No. All right. Let's get on out of here. <laughs> All right, you guys. We're out of here. Thank you, guys. Grant, thank you again. All right, everyone. Guess what? Podcast is out. Episode 11 is a wrap. Peace. See ya.